So maybe a first question would be, give us a state of just your tribe. Madison has just been designated in December, Truax Field, as the home of F-35A. Doctor, can you start? Give us an overview. Two weeks before the November 3 election, and while he's defending two executive orders to try and break Wisconsin's unfortunate surge in COVID-19, it's a great time for a newsmaker's interview with Governor Tony Evers. Governor, thank you for giving us the time, sir. Thank you so much, Steve. Appreciate well, it. Well, got a, a, I want to respect your time. I got a few things to talk about. Let's talk about your petition yesterday before the Supreme Court. Why, why is it so important, some of the issues that you raised, sir? Well, the, uh, if you're talking about the, the, the U.S. Supreme Court, I assume yes, sir. Yes, we're, sir. In all, we're in all courts here. Yes, sir. But um, the, it is important that uh, people's votes are able to be counted. And, you know, Wisconsin has embraced uh, uh, voting by mail, and they'll continue to do that. And, and uh, I think it's reasonable that if somebody gets their ballot in to the, the clerk uh, on time, uh, or postmarked on time that they're they're able to have that vote counted. So we'll see. I, we we were successful, frankly, in um, April to extend that, and hopefully we'll get some extension. Uh, it just makes sense. Uh, I wish we could change the law in time, but that's not going to happen. Okay, let's move on to to another court case: the Sawyer County Sawyer County judge's ruling temporarily temporarily restraining the twenty five percent occupancy now. Um, I asked Justice yesterday if that's going to be appealed, and they said, frankly, with all due respect, ask you, is, uh, are you going to appeal it, or are you going to wait for Monday's follow-up hearing, sir? Well, we're going to challenge it, uh, whether that means uh, immediate uh, challenge or Monday challenge. That's still being worked out, but it, it will definitely be challenged. We, don't, we, we are disappointed in that uh, ruling to begin with. There's no need for that. Uh, we're, we're going to have a hearing anyway. But uh, yes, we will we will challenge that and uh, and hopefully, you know, get this is a real minimal amount of uh, uh, li limitation uh, uh, on public gatherings in the state. And frankly, when when the, the White House sends us a note uh, every Monday and how we're doing as a state, and they say they told us that if if mitigation strategies couldn't would not be or could not be uh, put in place it's gonna cause more unneeded deaths. And to, to me, that's, that's, that, that, that is what we have to always remember. We're not picking on people. We're not trying to do anything but the right thing. And we, we have, uh, now we're in the position of life, life and death, frankly. Well, does the result, at least for the weekend, of the Sawyer County judges means there's no 25% uh, Occupancy limit and in these bars, restaurants, and other businesses, sir. Well, I, I believe some of them are publicly. I've seen it on TV. Some of them are are publicly or you know going ahead and doing it now uh, without waiting for the for the uh, for the, the ruling. But uh, yeah, I'm sure there are some that are going you know whole hog again. And uh, um, you know this isn't picking on bars. This is just making sure that people are safe. Simple as that. Okay. Um, you said in your U.S. Supreme Court petition and in your DHS briefing early, earlier this week, you were critical of Republicans. Um, on Monday, Democratic Representative Gary Hebel at the JCRAR meeting said this, 
Republicans, these are his words, not mine. Republicans, you have blood on your hands on this issue. Do you agree with that statement, sir? Well, that certainly brings it home, but yes, I, I, I agree with it in this, in this context. Every single thing we've tried to do to mitigate this, uh, this disease, we've been sued or taken to court. And, uh, and so I'm, I'm more than happy to meet with the Republicans and have them tell me what they're for. I know what they're against. They're against face cover, uh, requiring face coverings. They don't want us to even limit in any small way public gatherings. And, uh, and so we know what they're against. I wanna know what they're for. If they're for something that's actually gonna make a difference, let's sit down and do it. Okay, if the legislature was in session today, what specific bills to help the state of Wisconsin fight COVID-19 would you want them to be ta uh, taking up, debating, and passing? What well, specific changes, sir? Sure, and uh, they're the ones we're trying to do. I mean, it's not like there is this, this whole slew of 100 things that can be done. You look at what happened in, so in the southern part of this country when they were in, in the same predicament. Those Republican governors shut down things, just completely shut them down. I'm not even asking for that. I'm just asking for, I would ask them to, to do what, they're, what we're doing now. The health experts keep telling us, make sure you're washing your hands, make sure you're doing a face covering, make sure you're, uh, you're, you're not getting into large groups uh, and uh, with people not wearing masks, it's all, it's not rocket science. So those are the things that work. I certainly would appreciate some, you know, getting some help from uh, from the legislature around those issues. And clearly we can find, if we could find the resources to, to help small business owners, but we've been doing that with federal money. I, I think that's less of an issue. We, we need to stop this pandemic. That is the major thing on the, on the table here. Well, you mentioned federal aid. What, what are your concerns? Worst case scenario, if Congress cannot agree on another federal aid package to help states like Wisconsin. Worst case scenario, sir. Yeah, that would be devastating in two respects. One, one is obviously we're facing a revenue shortfall and uh, we, need to, we need to kind of make up that. But most importantly, you know, as of 1231, we will, have, we will have no money for testing. We will have no money for contact tracing. And I can guarantee you as I sit here today that this pandemic will not be over by next January. So we're gonna, we're gonna need that money. And of course, we need money for the small businesses and minority businesses and other, other parts of our economy that are struggling. But as a, in, in the public health world, we won't have money to do testing and contact tracing. We need the, we need the legislature to step up. Well, you mentioned the state budget. Um, the, um, the surplus on July 1 was 760 million. I think your administration will later today announce that uh, your order, your don't spend order will save at least 300 and 212 million was reserved in potential credits for Foxconn that won't be paid. That totals 1.2 billion. Is that enough of a hedge against any downturn in, in the economy caused by the pandemic? Or do you think the downturn will put potentially Go back to one billion or or, or or even two billion, sir. Yeah, that I think it's a starting place. We're going to do whatever we can to uh, to cut down what we're spending this year, and 
but the, the, the revenues certainly are not going to be anywhere near what they were in the past. And, and we just have to plan long-term here. So do I think we, we're going to need a budget repair bill? I hope not. I think we should just start planning for ne the next biennium budget. But we really won't know that until we get some final expenditure numbers and so on and so forth. But we're, we're, we're not in a good place, but we're in a place where you can see light at the end of the tunnel. Can I talk about your personal bubble? Uh, we've sure. all been living with bubbles. Um, um, tell me about, is your bubble the executive residence? And then how many times a week do you average go to the Capitol? How many people are in your bubble? Of course, the First Lady. Well, just, just can, can you talk about your bubble, please? Yeah, sure. And notwithstanding the uh, the security people, yes, sir. Uh, my 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 bubble is probably five people. Okay. And five five campaign or not campaign five five people that I work with uh, in the Capitol or or here at the executive residence plus my wife. We hardly ever see our kids or our grandkids. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Is that what you most personally miss? Um, you and I have nine grandkids. I haven't seen five of them that are in Denver because we've had to cancel two trips to Denver because of COVID. Uh, uh, have you not seen your kids and grandkids like, like, like I haven't? Well, we, we've seen them occasionally, but in small numbers. Uh, we, we try not to meet them, you know, the whole group of them at one time. Uh, we, we, we avoid that. But in small numbers, we did like our daughter stopped over the other day. And we and we and they know they have to be careful. And uh, she's a physician, so she's extremely careful. And so we see them in small numbers, but it is hardly anywhere near what we have in the past. And we we always meet them here. What do you most personally miss under your own safer at home rule, sir? Oh, I'd love to get uh, I'd love to get more exercise. Uh, <laughs> personally, that that is a major thing. Uh, it's important for me to stay healthy and uh, one of those ways is the exercise. I, I frankly, I hate doing the treadmill, uh, but uh, I'd love to get outside more often. That, that, and, and, you know, I, I miss, I miss, uh, I'm a politician too. I, I, you know, being with people, you know, I'm not gonna go as far as uh, Trump did the other night. He wanted to go and kiss everybody in the audience, but uh, I, I, I miss that. I miss being with people, whether it's on campaigning or whether it's at, at work. And uh, that's just that's that's me. I miss that a lot. Well, uh, I know the first lady is an avid pickleball player. If my uh, after my hip transplant heals, I'd love to get on the court with her. But has she been able to play pickleball yeah, she, at all? Yeah, she's she's got a she's got a group that she plays with that uh, you know everybody knows who they all have been in contact with, and so she still plays pickleball and uh, uh, is doing well. It's, yeah, she'll be uh, she'll be ready for you, Steve. Okay. Um, how many of your nine grandkids are learning online and how many are, are uh, uh, in person? Uh, they are all learning. No, I have, I have a couple that uh, are going to school. They, they live down in Dodgeville, um, but uh, the, the rest are learning online. Okay. It, it, Just it, 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 is, it is difficult for everybody. I mean, there's no, no, there's no panacea here. Uh, they, they struggle with uh, online learning as much as any other kid does. But um, we're, we're six weeks into the school year. Um, are you, um, uh, how do I put this? Are you pleased that we haven't had more COVID outbreaks in both our K-12 
and our university uh, university system, sir? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's messy. I, I'm not going to discount that, but especially in the K through 12 world, the the uh, the numbers are are small. And you know, the the good thing about kids is that uh, K through 12 kids is, you know, if if they're exposed or if they have it, you can quarantine keen them. You don't have to worry about them going out to bars or or you know. Uh, Doing things that are, are going to be hurtful to to them as far as uh, spreading that, and so it's easier to quarantine and isolate uh, kids than it is adults. And so I think schools are doing the best they can around that, and the university system seems to have turned a corner on that. Uh, it, it's it's never let's put not a, I'll use a double, double negative. It'll never be not messy. Uh, it, it's it's going to be continued. And you know, you know, we'll get a vaccine at some point in time, but it is going to take a long time to uh, vaccinate 300 million people and two doses. That's 600 million vaccinations, right. and it's just going to take a long time. So, people, I hate to say, it, we're going to hunker down for some time. Well, at the last DHS ruling, both you and Secretary Palm warned against holiday gatherings. Let me ask. How many people will be around your Thanksgiving Day table, do you think? I'd say uh, two, likely. <laughs> uh, th th there's a chance that uh, we might get a couple of our kids to come in, but it'll be a, it'll be a small gathering. How, 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 often are, 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 how often are you personally tested for COVID, sir? Just once. I was tested Just once before the Democratic National Convention. And uh, no, there's... there's uh, I'm fine. I've uh, we're we're in a we're in a we're in a bubble, and it's okay. like right, we're we're the NBA, I guess. We're in, we're in, we're we're in, we're in a we're in a bubble, and uh, uh, we feel pretty pretty good pretty good that we're in a good place. Okay, just just a couple more questions because sure. I do uh, w want to uh, respect your time. The November three, should that be a referendum on how the President Trump and re uh, and our Republican legislators have acted or not acted? On COVID, uh, uh, on 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 the pandemic, sir. Certainly, I mean public health. You know, there there's a reason we call it public health. It's it's uh, it's what we do as a, as a nation, as and as a state to protect the public's overall health. And uh, uh, there's there's just no way that uh, the the pandemic and how this plays out uh, sh shouldn't be part of the election. Absolutely. When the president talks about um, how he's overcome COVID-19 and um, made some other comments, likening it to the flu and don't be afraid of it, does that hurt your efforts to get Wisconsin residents to he hurts take? Our, yes, he, he hurts our efforts lots of times. Uh, you know, I can remember back uh, before Easter, uh, we had just started our Safer at Home order and he's talking about the fact that he's looking forward to Easter Sunday with the, the crowds and the churches and all that. And I thought to myself, what a bunch of BS. I mean, there's just, there was no way that it was gonna happen. And so his inconsistencies are, have been traumatic to, to our country and to public health. And then I will take on the Republicans here. Every reasonable intervention that we have put forward we have ended up in court, every single one. And that is not that is not the way we're solving this crisis. That's frankly one of the reasons that we have a crisis as deep as we have is because we 
we don't have the tools or we are unwilling to use the tools that are available to us. Then finally, Governor, you're almost midway through your first term. Um, I looked it up. Uh, two days after the election, you'll be turning 69, a uh, early happy birthday. Have you and the sure. First Lady talked about uh, whether you plan to seek a second term? No. Yeah, we were, this is, well, first of all, we have way too many things to worry about rather than the second term. And second of all, it's way, way, way too early. We're, 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 we're still, we're still working on the first term. Okay. And when you and the first lady do talk about a potential second term, what, what criteria will, will you use to go over that? Well, certainly we'll be looking at our, our past record, but we're, we'll also be looking forward to what we can accomplish in the in the future, and uh, uh, I, you know, I think we've made some accomplishments. This pandemic has really uh, stretched uh, everybody to the to the limit. Uh, but you know, as as relates to more resources for schools and roads and, and healthcare, we we've we've done that, not the level we want to. The next big challenge is to make sure that we have fair maps in this state, and we. And this election will decide whether we will or not, depending on uh, uh, how that turns out. And so there's lots of things on the plate going forward. Uh, but, uh, uh, you know, I'm, you know, I give myself an incomplete uh, grade because we're still we're still not uh, done with our first term. But uh, we'll, we'll talk about that. And we'll talk about how it's going to continue to impact our personal lives and, uh, and make a decision after after we look at those two items. You had a pretty pretty challenging first two years. Do you still like the job? I love it. Yeah, it's it, you know it, there's there, there's plenty of frustrations, but the uh, I I am con you know continually uh, emboldened and and thankful for the resilience of the people of Wisconsin, Republicans or Democrats. We we put up with a lot, and uh, and we're making you know hopefully we'll be making some better progress in this pandemic and. Uh, the people of Wisconsin are, are great people to work with and to serve. And uh, uh, I, I, still, I still love this job, regardless of the travails, the daily travails on certain issues. Governor Tony Evers, thanks so much for talking to Wisconsin. I really Thank appreciate you. it. Have thanks, a good Steve. day. And as you always say, stay safe. Yep. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Take care, Steve. <laughs> Thank bye you, bye. Governor. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. This program is a production of Wisconsin Eye, an independent, nonpartisan, nonprofit media network with a mission to inform, educate, and engage the citizens of Wisconsin. Wisconsin Eye is the nation's first and only independently funded state civic broadcast network, providing gavel to gavel access to government proceedings and events at the state capitol.